This is the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, March 8th on KWAD. All right, no Corey today. It's just me, CJ Baumgartner, joining you on this Wednesday edition of the Morning Sports Desk. And we are in the swing of that winter sports playoff season. And it was a busy night across the region last night. In girls basketball, we had Belgrade Bruton El Rosa beating Walker Hackensack Akeley. BBE is headed to the Section 5A title game where they will face Barnum, who beat Uppsala yesterday 44-42. to A couple other scores across the region in girls basketball. Albany over Pine City 73-47. Sox Center beats Holding Ford 66-50. But our game of the night was over on the Superstation last night between the Underwood Rockets and the Henning Hornets. And I got to tell you, it was a game that lived up to the hype. It was pretty good uh, between both teams back and forth. Underwood came away with the 57-47 to win, but if you just look at that final score, you might think that the game wasn't close. But, I mean, it was back and forth. Both teams had the lead at different points throughout the ball game. Uh, the Hornets jumped out early to the lead, and then they got a nice little six-point advantage at halftime, extended it to as much as nine points early in the second half, and the Hornet defense was doing what it's been doing all season long, in-your-face, scrappy, tough rebounding. Uh, they've played a tough Underwood Rockets team who they just lost to a couple weeks before, looking to avenge that one. And talking with Coach Heppola before the game, he said, you know, if we can start fast and avoid getting down behind like we did early, uh, against Underwood the last time we played them. We'll have a, a good shot, and uh, they did. They were in front for a lot of the game, and then in the second half, things kind of flipped a little bit because the Hornets were getting steals. So were the Rockets, by the way. You could say that it was a you know sloppy game, but I wouldn't categorize it that way. I would categorize it as two very good defensive teams who know how to turn you over, and no matter how staunch you are at protecting the basketball, sometimes they're just going to happen, and both teams were able to generate a lot of turnovers. In the first half, it was the Hornets who were able to take advantage of that and get points off of those turnovers, and also they had some nice three-point shooting in that first half, and the well dried up a little bit for Henning in that second half. Underwood uh, had uh, a girl with the last name Lucan who just went off for, I believe, 16 of her 22 points in the second half or somewhere around that number. Uh, and down the stretch, Henning felt like they just couldn't buy a basket. The ball just wasn't going in. They just weren't getting the looks they wanted. And uh, just throw your hands up sometimes. That's all you can do. And the Hornets' season ends in the Section 6A subsection championship game. But, hey, great season for those Hornets and Coach Heppola and company. Uh, congratulations to the seniors on some great careers. If there's a game to go out in a losing effort, that's a game to do it. I mean, they left it all out on the floor. Not much more you could say to that. Just at the end of the day, somebody had to win this basketball game. Just happened to be Underwood. So they'll advance to play Hancock in the Section 6A final game. That will take place Friday night in Fergus Falls. And Hancock, of course, beat Kirkhoven Murdoch Sunberg 53-42 to advance in that game. So that should be good. Henne, uh, Underwood, excuse me, and Hancock split their season series. So should be a good one on Friday night. But we also have a little bit of boys playoff basketball tonight as well. Henning Hornets actually moved their game up in boys basketball from Thursday night to tonight. Believe they're scheduled to play Underwood, of course, of course. And that game is going to take place at 7 o'clock from, uh, from the Henning High School gymnasium. So as we take a look now at some of these other 
uh, games across the region in boys basketball. You have Parker's Prairie and Hancock, another matchup uh, that should be interesting to watch. That game will take place down in Hancock, Frazee, East Grand Forks, Brandon Evansville, Border West, Ashby, KMS. Uh, just a few local games off the top of the head that are happening. A lot of these games in 6A got moved up a day due to, of course, snow and just wanting to be on top of it because it's a lot easier to move the games early not so much time pushing the games back, especially for some of these teams. They'd rather play the early games as soon as possible, so that way those games, when they theoretically get tighter and tighter and your margin for error is smaller, you have more time to rest, more time to prepare, do all that stuff. Also, just making sure you get the game in and not gumming up the works of the uh, the section tournament as well. But in girls' basketball, we still have another good matchup on our airwaves tonight. It will be the... Wadena Deer Creek Wolverines as they take on Thief River Falls from the Detroit Lakes Gymnasium. And that will be on KWAD as the Wolverines look to continue their stretch. I mean, uh, if you hear our Wolverine Player of the Week, you can check it out on WadenaRadio.com with Addie Gravel. She talked about uh, just this ride for them and how crazy it's been and how much they're just enjoying it. They're relishing in what they call an underdog mentality, uh, you know, D-A-W-G kind of a, a deal. It's been a fun little mantra for them as they've continued their playoff run, and they got a tough opponent in Thief River Falls tonight. But of course, when you're two wins away from the state tournament, everybody gets kind of tough at this point in the season. Should be really fun. I think we talk about Henning and Underwood and how good a defense those girls' basketball teams play. Wadena Deer Creek girls' basketball uh, has some uh, go-getters on defense as well. Scrappy in the rebounding department uh, for as good as Maddie Carson is as a scorer. She's also a great defender and adds to that on-ball presence that the Wolverines love to do on-ball, man-to-man defense. And the most notable thing, because the Wolverines have, I think, consistently played good defense throughout the season. It's been getting that, who's going to be that shooter? Who's going to be the one to kind of go lights out? Because the Wolverine offense has really clicked the last two games, uh, getting themselves to the point they are. Uh, and it'll just be uh, an interesting development to see uh, if they can keep that going and who ends up being that scorer. If it's Matty Carson, if it's Addie Gravel, who just scored 19 points in her last game, if it could be another Wolverine shooter as well. Uh, tonight. It's going to be a fun, fun matchup from Detroit Lakes tonight. We'll have that on the airwaves on KWAD. I believe it has a 7.30 tip-off scheduled, but of course it's going to be held before the Purim and Dilworth-Glendon-Felton game. That's scheduled for a 6.30 tip-off, 6 o'clock tip-off, somewhere in there, and then the Wolverine game will take place after that. Looking at Thief River Falls, they're 22 and five on the season, 12 and four in Section 8AA, six and one in the Northwest Conference, eight and two on the road, 14 and three at home. They have not played a neutral site game yet this season. And if you look at some of the losses uh, for Thief River Falls, it's the schools like Rock Ridge, uh, Dilworth, Glendon, Felton, whose st- season is still alive. East Grand Forks is in the mix there. Fergus Falls in the mix as well. So it should be a, a good game for the Wolverines, a really good test to see how they fare this late in the postseason. So a couple other news and notes let's mention from across the state. The Timberwolves got their butts kicked yesterday. Uh, surprise, surprise. I, I got nothing more to say about that. Uh, Philadelphia is a good basketball team, so what are you going to do? Uh, other news and notes, no Vikings traction yet on any legitimate steam, but I will just throw out two quarterback news and notes. One, 
don't believe anything about Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady until you actually see it put pen to paper. It's officially official. Don't say like reports are saying this and reports are saying that. You can talk about it. You can speculate. But don't think that Rodgers is leaving Green Bay until it actually happens. I know he's meeting with the Jets a couple different times. Don't believe anything until something's actually fully materialized where you can get your full faith and hopes up involved in that. Same thing with Tom Brady. There's a report that he was thinking about coming out of retirement to join the Miami Dolphins. Now, Tom Brady, of course, put something on Twitter saying like he just adopted a cat for his daughter or something, so he can't take... He can't go back to playing football, but, I mean, it's Tom Brady. If he wants to come back and play football, he'll come back and play football. Uh, So there's that. Also, another quarterback news and note that's interesting. uh, Lamar Jackson could be on his way out the door, and should the Vikings entertain Lamar Jackson as a potential quarterback option for Kirk Cousins. I think it's a long shot, but it's a fun little thing to speculate. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, March 8th on KWAD.